Hello, friends and enemies. Uh, I'm not Steve. <laughs> this is Alfred Judson. Welcome to NerdPod Generations. Uh, as you can probably tell, uh, since this is coming up pretty late in the week, um, there's obviously a delay. A little something happened. Um, so we, we ran into an issue that prevented us from recording this last weekend. Uh, and we have a really cool show planned. So we are going to go ahead with it, but we're not going to do it until next week. But it kind of feels like we should still have something in between. So I am here to fill the void. So come with me as we discuss the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58 uh, was this last Sunday. It was a few days ago. And uh, as you can probably tell by that little deep and long sigh, the Chiefs won. Now, I want to get out right ahead of it and just acknowledge the fact that, yes, the Chiefs are clearly a dynasty. Um, they have won uh, what, three Super Bowls in five years. So the, the rubric is usually three Super Bowls in four years. But, uh, you know, we'll give it to them. It's, I'm not going to nitpick at this point. I feel like that would be petty, and I would rather just admit that they are a fantastic team who uh, continues to push through, um, I don't know if you want to call it adversity or what have you, but it was a very good game. I will I will say it was one of the best Super Bowls probably in the last few years. Um, this It went to overtime. Uh, this is only the second Super Bowl to ever go to overtime. Somehow Kyle Shanahan was a part of both Super Bowls. Uh, he was the coach, obviously, on Sunday night for the San Francisco 49ers, but then also he was part of a historic, <laughs> historic blown opportunity by Atlanta uh, as the offensive coordinator when they lost the Patriots, a little something called 28-3. to Anyway, the Chiefs have won another Super Bowl, and kudos to them. They did a great job, and I was really, I, I'll be honest, I was hopeful when this game started because it really felt like uh, San Francisco had a game plan that they were going to come in and they were going to throw punches and they weren't going to they weren't going to underestimate the Chiefs and they were going to come hard on defense just really give Patrick Mahomes all he can deal with all night every play and I I was so impressed with them they came out like a house of fire and then they just kept on tripping over themselves they kept they just couldn't get it done you know, you get to the red zone, you turn the ball over, you have some dumb, dumb penalties that knock you out of some solid drives that get rid of some really big plays, and it just, they could not get out of their own way, and it was so frustrating because that defensive line was so good. <laughs> they did an amazing job. I was so impressed with them, and I just, I could not believe that the offense wasn't uh, capitalizing on all these incredible opportunities that they were given. It, it felt like watching the Bills at a lot of times where you're just like, man, if you guys could just do any of this, it would be great, and you would be winning by a lot of points. But instead, you can't get anything done. You look really cool going up and down the field, but you, you can't get anything done. And, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many big plays you have you got to get the ball into the end zone. That's the most important thing. And the Niners just couldn't do it. It was a really great game to watch. I don't want to say it was disappointing because it was a really great game to watch all the way to the end. And man, that that fourth and one, I was just staring at it. Oh, that was it. That was the night. 
oh my god. So it was it was a big game. To anybody who didn't watch, Steve, if you're listening to this as a recap, since I don't think you watched, it was a good game. Uh, the Niners came out hot. The defense was holding Mahomes back. Kelsey couldn't get free. They were having a lot of trouble getting anything done. The receivers were making a handful of mistakes, but the Niners just weren't capitalizing on any of it. They were doing great on defense. They were turning the ball over. They were making Mahomes' life a living hell, but they just weren't getting it done. You know, you had that moment at the beginning of the game where Travis Kelsey is just screaming at Andy Reid after a fumble because he wasn't in the block. And I... I'm just looking at this, and it's like, you guys got this. You just need to finish the job. And they routinely could not finish the job. You know, there were a lot of moments. I'm not going to say anything. But Brock Purdy seems to have an accuracy issue. Again, I'm not saying it's an accuracy issue like J.P. Lossman had an accuracy issue. Like E.J. Manuel had an accuracy issue, right? They had accuracy issues. Really bad ones. But his are just as deadly even if they're much more minuscule where he is just missing guys by inches and that's all that matters is that he's missing them by inches and he's not helping them get open he's not uh passing them open and he's he's dirting a lot of balls man (laughs) and like i see guys dirt balls all the time right because sometimes the play's just not there and it's better to just walk away and uh try again uh next set of downs but Man, there were a lot of passes that looked like he just, they just got away from him. He wasn't trying to throw it in the dirt. He just couldn't get the ball to his receivers. And when he was accurate, he was so good. Ayuk and Debo were just fucking killing it. And we got to talk about Juwan Jennings was just on fire. He would have won MVP if they had actually finished that game. Oh, I feel so bad for him because he had all of the charisma in the world going for him. He had everything going. He was having an incredible game. And it was his. He was going to get MVP because he just kept on showing up. That pass he had that looked like a dead duck that McCaffrey turned into a touchdown. Incredible stuff. Just, I was blown away by how good he was playing, especially for a third string receiver. Like, he was great. Like, a fourth option? A fifth option knowing San Francisco, but, like, they just couldn't finish it on a lot of drives, and it ended up killing them, because this is this was the case with the Patriots, this was the case with all great teams, if you don't put the Chiefs away, they will come back on you, absolutely they'll come back on you, there's no doubt that they will do everything in their power to come back, when I'm, when we're playing the Chiefs, when the Bills are playing the Chiefs, we, my hope is that we always bury them, we never do, because they're the Chiefs, but that's the hope. If you can bury them, you can worry a little less. But you gotta bury them in like 60 feet of concrete. Like, you gotta bury them like Jimmy Hoffa bury them. You gotta bury them like uh, snow against the Colts bury them. It, it was it was a disappointment in that sense. It was incredible watching this game again. Um, it took me back to my childhood in a weird way. So when I was a kid, way back... In the halcyon days of 1997, I was watching the Broncos win Super Bowls, uh, coached by Mike Shanahan, and with wide receiver Ed McCaffrey. And now I'm watching the son of both of these players, who I remember very fondly. I I remember those Super Bowls very, very fondly, um, even though I wasn't a Broncos fan, and even though my best friend at the time was a uh, Packers fan. (laughs) He was not happy, and I still remember the next day at school, he was not happy. Um, but I, I 
those teams were very, again, charismatic. You wanted to see them win. Uh, they had some really great players, Terrell Davis, Ed McCaffrey, uh, Rod Smith, you know, on top of having guys like uh, Elway and uh, fucking Atwater and, you know, it, it, Shannon Sharp. You, you had these really incredible players that just got in and, and did their work and got it done. And uh, it, I, I, it was incredible kind of watching this almost second coming of that event. You know, it's it's weird to see that kind of thing. You're never expecting it. Um, and so, there, you know, on top of everything else, there was another reason why I wanted the, uh, the Niners to win. Um, but it just didn't happen. I just couldn't get it done. You know, an extra point here, a third down decision here, a blown block assignment here, and you lose the Super Bowl. That's what's going to happen. And, you know, that, that fourth down was just such a dagger because, you know, you watch Purdy drive them downfield to try and score, and they can't get more than a field goal, and you're like, that's not enough. That's not going to be enough. And uh, sure enough, you watch Mahomes. He drives downfield. The defense makes an incredible stand, keeps them to three, forces overtime. You're like, okay, we're going to start this whole new game. The Niners drive downfield, and you're just like, come on. You got this killer engine. Just get it going. It's like watching a car that can't switch gears. It's, it's weird because it's a Maserati, and it seems like it's brand new, but it can't get from fourth to fifth. Just can't do it. And that just kept on happening to them. That blown block assignment in overtime on the goal line. You gotta be fucking kidding me against Chris Jones. Are you shitting me? Chris Jones, the best pass rusher that the Chiefs have, comes fully clean and just has an open shot at Purdy. And Purdy just has to get rid of the ball. And our boy, Juwan Jennings, was gonna have a touchdown. And if he wasn't, then uh, Kittle was open. I wanted to see Kittle. Man, I wanted to see Kittle win a championship, man. I wanted to see this defense win a championship. I was just so taken all of a sudden by watching the Niners. I was like, man, this is such a charismatic team. This is such a team of, like, I, I want to see these guys succeed. Um, and it, it just never coalesced. And it's doubly frustrating because this is the second time in five years that the Niners have lost to the Chiefs. You're just left wondering, like, man, what did what did Kyle Shanahan do that he can't get this done? This is like, I think this is the third or maybe fourth Super Bowl he's been in where he just can't win it, just can't get it done. And whether it's decision-making, whether it's uh, his other coaches. I mean, Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator, they were tell they were saying it all night on the commentary. He, he called a great game, and his defense was just great. They were incredible all game long, making these outstanding plays against a team that I've watched just walk up and down the field and do whatever they want with another team. And uh, the Niners are just saying, no, you guys are going to get three and outs all night. That's all you're going to get, three and outs. I hope your punter is ready for a big game in the Super Bowl because that's he's going to have a night. <laughs> he's going to have a night to deal with. And then the special teams. The special teams for the Niners were so good. They had so many punts that landed inside the five, inside the three, big hits on, on returns, just really making a statement, and they just don't finish the job. <sighs> and they get to fourth and one, and they haven't been able to finish the job all night, and this is it. If they can just get this fourth and one, if they can just stop Mahomes, that's the game. That's it. 
and he runs for eight yards and slides because he had open field but he didn't want to get hit so he slides down after eight yards he could have gotten 15 slides down okay regroup let's go again third down long looks good looks like it's gonna work out this time can't make a stop can't make the stop and that just was the entire drive was just after those those two couldn't make the stop couldn't make the stop on first down all of a sudden couldn't make the stop on second down all of a sudden and before you know it the chiefs are just marching downfield no sense of urgency it was a little weird because this was the first playoff game that had the new bills associated rule that was supposedly put in for our sake which thanks that um that wipes 13 seconds off the board i don't remember what what's 13 seconds i got new overtime rules what's 13 seconds man i don't know what that means anyway we have the new overtime rules and what i didn't understand was that i thought the game i i didn't know what was going to happen i guess i thought the game was going to end at triple zeros right uh so the clock is ticking down and we're getting like 10 we're getting five nobody's calling timeouts people have timeouts the niners are up they're up three the chiefs are just kind of driving like it's a no big deal situation what i didn't realize is that there was going to be another quarter regardless of whether the chiefs scored on that drive or not um unless they got to fourth down and didn't score at all well the chiefs did score they scored a touchdown and that's the end of the game the chiefs have three super bowls in five years they're bona fide dynasty uh patrick mahomes wins his third super bowl mvp they're the first team to go back to back since those Patriots back in 2003. And, um, you know, what are you going to do? You just kind of sit back and you say, yep, that's how it is. You know, I'm used to having a guy that's clearly the one that we're trying to beat, obviously. But to have this level of dynasty, it kind of does remind me of, um, of, of, uh, the NBA. Uh, in the uh, latter half of the 2010s where you just had these two teams that just kept on playing each other in the finals over and over and over again and you just wonder like ah wow what's going on um i'm not saying that there's anything going on uh i don't think there's anything going on in the nfl except that the chiefs are very very good there weren't really any calls in this game that i was like hey what the hell's going on in fact the the niners won the the that, that was the thing is that the niners won every battle they won the penalty game. They won the yardage game. They won the time of possession. They won turnovers. They won pressures. Like, everything. But they couldn't convert any of that into points. Or at least not enough. Not enough points, clearly. You know, it was just another another blow. Not a big deal, but like, damn, man. Like, god damn it. I, I wanted something different. I wanted something to be different about this, and uh, it wasn't. And uh, it, But you know how. It was a good game. Um, I can't complain about that. The NFL season is officially over. Everybody go back home if you aren't already home. Uh, the biggest thing for Josh Allen is that he might go to the Oscars. He has nothing else on his bladder coming up. And, you know, it just... It, it, 
It was... Uh... Man, I just want one. I just want to get there. Like, it's not even like I want one. I want one. Obviously, I want one. Everybody wants one. I want to get the chance, man. I want to just get the chance. Like, it's, it was one thing when we sucked. And we, we weren't even close to the playoffs, let alone getting a chance. When we came into the season, it was, are we going to get over 8-8? Eight and eight? You know, that was every year. Was our, it, how, how positive will our record be? Can we get 10? Can we get 10 wins? The 10 wins was extremely optimistic. Usually it was 8-8, eight and 6-10. Eight, and ten. There were a lot of 9-7s. and sevens. There were a lot of 7-9s. and nines. A lot of 8-8s. Eight and eights. And um, now, the last few years, we've been not just close. We've been favored to win. And I think that makes it even worse is that you have all these commentators and all these pundits and all these people online and everybody's saying, oh, the Bills are going to win, the Bills are going to do it, the Bills are the favorite. And they just aren't getting it done. And then to watch that again in the Super Bowl with San Francisco, you're just like, God, man, that, uh, why can't anybody get it done against these guys? I watched this happen with the Patriots for 20 years. I can't tell you how many Super Bowls had me and my parents watching the Super Bowls and just asking the question, why can't anybody stop them? They're not doing anything spectacular. They're not doing anything over the moon. It's just nobody's nobody's getting their face. Nobody's putting any pressure on them. Nobody's stopping them. And, you know, that didn't even happen last night. There was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of trying. But the, at the end of the day, the offense couldn't get it done. And the defense couldn't sustain it's annoying on its own just having the chiefs win i don't really mind as much because like if they hadn't stopped us personally so many times the last few years i wouldn't care at all i'd in fact applaud them i'd be like good for you guys because uh they were a terrible team for a long time uh they were nowhere the same as us they were nowhere close to championships for a long time and uh, they were not only that, they were an incredibly important and influential team when it came to founding uh, the AFL. Having them be this dynasty, having them be this standard, I'm not upset about. That's fine. They've earned it. Um, it doesn't even have like the stench of a Bill Belichick, you know, taping scandal. Maybe it will later on. Maybe we'll get some kind of scandal. But uh, right now, it just is a really good team outplaying others and showing that they care more especially when the chips are down, and I can't fault them. They're just a really good team, and I, I gotta give them credit where credit's due. They are 100% a dynasty. I just want a chance, man. I just want I just want a shot, and I, I know that that could get even worse, right, for a myriad of reasons, not the least of which being the stakes are at, at all-time high. I've already felt like I was going to die multiple times during the regular season, let alone when we got to the playoffs. So the idea of getting all the way to the championship and then having a game like last night, I would be like, oh my god, this I, I can't fucking take this. I just fucking can't take this. So on the one hand, maybe it's a good thing. But really, deep down, I really want this. to. I just want a chance. I just want a chance to see if they can do it. And then... You know, we can say, hey, we got there, we tried, we just didn't get it done. You know, hopefully it's closer to 
the first Super Bowl than it is the fourth one for us. And if we do lose, it, it's something that where, where it's a close game, it's a hard fought, it's a it's a heartbreaker. But like at the end of the day, everybody's like, man, they tried, they got close. Damn though, I just want to try. I just want to see if we can do it on that stage. I want to have that moment and see if we can do it on that stage. Um, I'd probably have an aneurysm <laughs> leading up to the game. Before we even got to the game, I'd probably have an aneurysm. Um, but, man, I would love to see if we could do it. Just to see. Just to see what would happen. There were a few quick things to go over. The NFL had their big awards, if anybody's interested. We had uh, Lamar Jackson won MVP. So uh, that's well earned. He now has two which is very impressive. Now he needs to convert that in the playoffs, which he has not been able to do. Uh, and then you had uh, it's some really good... Um, I was impressed the Texans swept uh, the rookie class. Uh, you had uh, the Browns won a few awards, including Coach of the Year and Comeback Player of the Year, which I'm annoyed about because, like, Joe Flacco, is that, what, what did he come back from? The couch? He came back from the couch? Came back from irrelevance to, to lose in the first round of the playoffs? For, like... For like four games, listen. I'm not. I'm not saying that Demar had an outstanding season, but Demar, as few tackles and as little input as he had, didn't make any mistakes, and fucking died on the field last year. So I think it's his. I think he should have won it. I, I'm. I'm just saying. Come back from cardiac arrest or coming back from the couch, which is more important, which is more impressive, and it's not like Demar had any bad plays he had some really key plays he had some really good plays and they they really wanted that fake punt to work what do you what do you want if he got that fake punt i digress um it, it's another season closes um I, I this was such a tricky year for me after the bills lost it really put the wind out of my sails um that was already a, a tough time as is in my own personal life so that was there was a lot going on then and uh, that was just kind of the, the icing on the cake of, damn, this fucking sucks, man. And uh, so I've been out of football for like two weeks already. And then this happened and I was like, oh yeah, the Super Bowl. <laughs> I guess I'm doing that. You know, at, at least it was a good game. I'm going to channel my dad. At the end of this, I don't know what to say. So I'm just going to say, at least it was a good game. It was a good game. It was a really entertaining game. Um, it was a game that sucked you in, and you wanted to see both teams succeed. The commercials weren't bad. Uh, they're, uh, Temu and Jesus need to stop buying ad space for different reasons. Temu, we don't need four of your ads in the Super Bowl. That's ridiculous. And also, where are you coming up with that money? That's a little weird. But then also, Jesus. Guys, if you want to talk about Jesus and good works, first off, don't use AI art to make your point. Second off, take the money that you're spending buying multiple Jesus ads during the Super Bowl and put it towards works that Jesus would actually approve of. Because advertising to get people to come to church is not as important as actually being what the church is fundamentally supposed to be for. And uh, taking the money, the not insubstantial amount of money you spent on those ads, that could do a lot of good. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie, could do a lot of good with that, and instead you, uh, you invested it in AI ads, which, uh, it's a bold decision, let me tell you. So, while I like the message of those ads, I, uh, I did not like the, the final result of them, which was, well, I can 
I can look at this and say, yeah, we should all be washing each other's feet. I can also look at this and say, this shouldn't be here because you should be out washing feet. Good news is, we have some really cool trailers that dropped as part of the Super Bowl. Those are going to be covered on our next episode. Uh, we have some real fun treats for you, let me tell you, next episode. So uh, tune in next week. That's going to be it for this week. That's going to be, we're going to leave that off there. Good Super Bowl. Chiefs are great. Go Chiefs. Change your name. I've always said the Fire Chiefs. Change your name to the Fire Chiefs. Change the arrowhead to an axe head. You can still do your weird tomahawk chop. You just need to get rid of the chanting to go with it uh, or come up with a new chant to go with it. Uh, your colors are already right. You got that red, white, and yellow. So that's perfect for fire. So just change your name to the Fire Chiefs. Get a big, uh, get a big shield. Uh, I'm sure firehouses around the nation would immediately support you uh and you could get out ahead of a an issue that is i'm sure roiling and you're just ignoring <laughs> so i'm just saying chiefs change your name to the fire chiefs it'll be cool we'll all be on we'll be on it um so but good job good job super bowl good super bowl good game to watch so we're gonna be back next week we got some fun stuff for you we're gonna talk about super bowl trailers we're gonna talk about some movies and some time travel and uh no matter what you think it is still groundhog's day i'm going to maintain that uh to the end of this this little saga it is still groundhog's day don't forget until next week you can find me at judsomestudios.work uh i also wanted to let you know that uh, I have begun uploading specifically our reviews of Obi-Wan onto YouTube. So you can find those now. Those are going to be going up this week. There's four. Uh, and so you're going to be able to find all four segments that are just Obi-Wan reviews. Uh, maybe we'll also even do one video that just loops them all together into one big happy segment. You can come back and check on that. Come back next week and Steve will be here and we'll be talking about some movies and some fun and some hijinks. And until then, have a great week, friends and enemies. Mm -hmm.